Hello. What are we doing? What are we doing? I forget. What are we doing? Maria, what are we doing? The award show. Can't you see the pile of crinkled paper right next to you? Oh my god, we're still doing that? Fine. 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 I'm opening the next one. Let's get this over with. What have we got here? Well, I think it's me next. No, it's me next. No, wait, it's you next. <laughs> Give me that back. Fight me for it. All right, I'm opening it now. Okay. All right. So, oh yeah, I should have probably said what we were opening. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, we're doing. We're back. We're back to this. Let's do this shit. The Poochie Memorial Award for the edgiest episode or character. And the winner is. I already opened it, and I already know it's. Hold on. Mentally preparing myself. I am Death Gun from Sword Online. <laughs> oh God! All right. Well, I'm gonna go take James to the ER now. Um, the show's canceled. It's over. Medic. Nope, not you. The other medic. Christian Bale do that through a whole movie. <laughs> Three movies. <laughs> well, James is dying, but the show must go on. I'm sure the um, underworld slugs would love a good meal. Get away it from me. It is Christmas time after all. Get away from me, you freaks. I'm not going down without a fight. <laughs> I'm back. I'm good. Okay, Maria, why, why did why did Death Gun win? For the express reason, because his name is Death Gun. Oh, a really good reason. Holy shit, he is the edgiest Edge Lord character I have ever seen in my life. Oh my yep. god! Yeah, he is. Not only does he have the stupidest name possible, in all. Yep. All of anime that I have ever seen, and there's so many stupid names in anime. There are, yes. They're, they're really bad. Uh, his design is terrible. It's just like a cloak with a skull face and red eyes. What are we doing here? Also, he injects people with bleach. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. He, he he doesn't even have any supernatural power. His supernatural power is bleach. It is. It's. I can't. I can't with this character. Mm. It just. Oh, and he monologues <sighs> in stupid, like, bullshit, prattled, you know. Uh, <laughs> I can't do it. Maria, you do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, I can't. We, can get, we can get through this without 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 doing his voice again. It's okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. The winner of the Poochie Memorial Award is Death Gun, and he yep. went back to his home planet and died on the way there. Rip in peace. Sure.
let's move on from this because Death Gun makes me angry. Yeah. So, <clears throat> the next award is the Bangin' Award for the best intro song. Yeah. And the winner is. Yee. Winner is Kiss Me from Carol and Tuesday. I protest this one. I protest Why? because I wanted Amphibia's intro to win. I know. This but was a hard fought fight and I lost. You did. Because Kiss Me is beautiful. It's such a good song. Yep. But Amphibious And the animation song. is so good. Yeah, it's really good. It's like that nice pastel... Um, uh, what, is, what what would you call it? Like, Yeah, it's the, like crayon-like stuff. Crayon, water... It's a blend of styles that all works really well. Yeah. It's got some yeah, pop yeah, yeah. art in there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it all it all just works well with the it's song. All bright and pretty, and people are dancing in the street. And yep. Carol's uh, no Tuesday tries to pet a dog. Yep. Yep. It yeah. It's a, it's just perfect. However, the amphibia theme song is also perfect. I mean, it is really good, but to be fair, yeah. I knew the Carolyn Tuesday song by heart. <laughs> I know the amphibious song by heart. There's no there's no lyrics in that song. And that's why it lost. Yes. It was robbed. Robbed, I you, say. Okay. Alright. Alright. You agreed to this just as much as I did, alright? Uh, Can't blame me for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh right. <sighs> Fair enough. All right, James, what do we got next? Next, we have the Slammin' Award for the worst intro song. And the winner is... I could have seen this coming. It's the plumber rap from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Holy shit, it's so bad. Just thinking about it gives me a migraine. (laughs) Just thinking about it. Well, the reason why this won... It's because it took a classic song from the Super Mario Bros. franchise. You know, one of the most profitable and widely known franchises of all time. And butchered it into... uh, I can't even recognize it anymore. That's how bad it is. It's pretty fucking bad, this is true. (laughs) The animation's bad in the intro song. It's just... It's all bad. It's all baddy, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> it's just... Ah, it just shakes all of the sounds that you love from Mario and then makes you despise it. Yes. It makes you despise Mario. And I hate exactly. that. Because I love Mario. He's my exactly. dude. Exactly. He... Everybody loves Mario. Yeah. He's just a little Italian plumber beating up a giant dragon. What, yep. What what's not to love about that? Other than the fact that like people called me Mario when I was in school even though I was a girl. That's odd. That doesn't even make any real sense. That's yep. that's uh, chalk that up to kids being stupid. 
Kids are stupid, yes. They're also like, they also lack empathy, so they're awful. <laughs> they don't lack empathy, Maria. They lack mirror neurons. No, they like empathy. Uh, Toddlers lack empathy. <laughs> you you learn empathy like past your toddler, in like your your like toddler to tween years. That's when you're like learn. That's why like that's why thirteen year olds are awful because they're still learning how to be empathetic. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're I, evil. I did say they lacked empathy. I just used science instead. Fair enough. <laughs> I was trying to be a smarty smart smart pants. I'm sorry. How dare you? Yeah, I know. Anyway, what's the next award, Maria? The next award is the Ralph Bakshi Memorial Award for the most offensive episode. Maria is not dead. That's what it says over here. <laughs> You sure he's not dead? I am. Are you sure we're not dead? Oh, God. Yes, we are dead or we're not. I'm not sure anymore. But How are you sure this isn't actually hell? (sighs) Okay. Mm. I was going to say, if this were hell... uh, God. (sighs) You're getting way too metaphysical with this thing. Just say who won. And the winner is ADD. The last D is for disorder from Clone High. Woo. 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 Okay. Why did this win, okay. Maria? So this one, again, it isn't. I'm pretty sure that the um, intentions behind this episode isn't like bad no i'm sure they were trying to like in their own way um draw attention towards this disorder sure and again it's kind of it kind of has the same problem that um proud family did where it was trying to do a good thing, it's just that the way that they went about it was not entirely <laughs> accurate and doesn't help the situation in any way, shape, or form. Like, they don't... They talk about ADD, and they have Gandhi... Gandhi has ADD, and he, like... Everyone thinks it's AIDS or <laughs> HIV or My something. God. I forgot about that. Which, again, I like... Mean also perpetrates a different kind of like phobia for a disease that people genuinely struggle with um and and instead of like instead of like using that episode as a way to i don't i don't really care that they like made fun of it i think that's fine i care that the information that they were trying to give was that people have this disease but they never say what to do with it like what is okay you have it what are the possible ways that someone can like deal with that like deal with having it right Right? like like yeah i don't care that you you were trying to satirize like this 
um, mental disorder because, again, it is a co it is supposed to be like an adult comedy show. So sure, but my the reason that I have qualms with this is because you did your funny bit, but it never went past that, right? It never like you did your funny thing. You you were trying to do a uh, uh, awareness thing, but you never did anything else with it. Like, you never did anything else with it, like, I don't know, you should talk to a professional, you should get medication for it if it is suitable for you, or um, if, if you are of a suitable age, or something like that, right? Like, he has it, now what? Instead of it just being like, everybody still loves you, sure, but okay, what do I do, what does... What does Gandhi do with it now? Like, now that he has it. What and that's kind of where I was like... What does Gandhi do now that he has ADHD? <laughs> yeah, like, okay, now what? So what you're saying is, basically, they didn't go whole hog enough into the parody of the very special episode. Yeah, like, it's it's like... You try it, it. That's where it kind of. That's where you kind of doubt whether it was genuinely to help bring awareness to this disease rather than uh, make fun of it, right? right? Like if they went all the way and like actually talked about like, hey, uh, like in the end, if Lincoln was like, hey, so I got you like an appointment with with a doctor and we can go see what. You know, and there was like a scene where the two of them went to the doctor together or something. Mm. And they were like, you're fine. You just need to take these meds or something. You know, like where it was kind of like there were people supporting you and then also taking steps to help you get through it. Right. Like mm -hmm. rather than just it being we support you. See you tomorrow. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just the, the parody of the very special episode didn't go how exactly. they how they wanted it how they envisioned it and i think that's just due to the sort of like throw it at the wall and see what sticks writing to it and it just comes off as more offensive than parody exactly and again i'm not averse to making you making fun of this because it is at the end of the day contextually a like a, a comedy satirical show right so i'm mm -hmm. not expecting there to like that topic to be untouched but my point is that you did it you made fun of it now is the time where you're like okay everybody's paying attention and laughing at this i have their attention now i can you know mm -hmm. if you have add this is how you should be doing if you know someone that has add <laughs> this is what should be happening but right. not as a monologue but like as part of the episode Right. at the end where like lincoln is like i'm gonna take you to the doctor we we're gonna like get through this they go to the doctor whatever have a couple scenes there right like yeah i think other shows have done the parody of the very special episode somebody has a disease or whatever much better right. than this and i mean exactly. like Maria, they put Tom Green in their episode. Of of course, they're gonna win the most offensive episode award. God, yeah, they did put Tom Green in there. Jesus Christ! Also, Cleopatra. Well, yeah, that's just offensive all around there. 
It is, and again, it could be because I'm really touchy about Cleopatra because she was a really, really cool, like, historic person that doesn't get the kind of credit that she could, that she deserves. Blame and Shakespeare. It's just like, yeah, and it's just, like, chalked up to be this pretty woman, like... I use my beauty to wild the men and conquer exactly. nations though... and then get mad because I have my period. Yeah, even though, like, she was one of the, like, one of the best and most intelligent, like, pharaohs in Egypt, like... She knew, like, seven languages. She did. She knew... She was very, very smart. Um, She's one of the only pharaohs that knew Egyptian. She was, yeah. Yeah. Again, like, she was a very intelligent ruler, and um, I guess that's why, like this comes off as something that is very stereotypical. Whereas like with others, like for example, Abraham Lincoln, it is like this, it, it is, there is some truth to the fact that, yeah, he was socially awkward. He didn't even mm-hmm. speak mm-hmm. most of the time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, duh. Or like, Joan of Arc was very alternative in nature. Like her <laughs> ideas were quote unquote alternative at uh, the time. And maybe she right? was right. Like she unstable. was always Yeah. We still stand, but you know, you know, just a little yeah. bit. So again, like that sort of thing. And Gandhi's was, just all like, over the place. He is. I mean, it's it's I mean, fair enough, honestly, like, yeah, let's just turn the person that is literally always sitting in a meditative pose everywhere and turn him into, like, a crazy, um... Party animal? High-strung dude. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure, why, why not? not? Um, yeah. And again, like, but, the, but with Cleopatra, it's just so, it's so expected. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. so expected. Like, yeah, you could have turned her into a complete nerd character, and that would technically be somewhat more accurate than oh, like her being... uh, the hot nerd who's like exactly. everybody's just like you're so hot, and then she's just like I just solved all of my homework or something. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So kind of like the fuck, what's her name? That character from Community um Anne? yeah annie. like like oh her. annie yeah. annie annie yeah there yes. we go annie like her yeah yeah like that where everybody underestimates her because she's exactly tiny and you know hot pretty yeah yeah uh, yeah like that kind of a character yes, would have made more sense funny. because yeah you're still playing to the stereotype of her being like a hot babe quote-unquote um, mm-hmm. but also like you're you're adding to the fact that she was one of the most intelligent rulers um of Egypt, knew so many fucking languages and was very, very strategic in the way that she ran her her empire, but no nah, we can't anyway, also Cleopatra pissed yeah, that's a, anyway, yep, yeah, I think we've made the case, I think we it have, wins yes. all right. Next up is the Slice of White Bread Award for the blandest show we watched this season. And the winner is... Uh, 
I can't read it. It's just white paper. It's that bland. I can't even see it. Ah, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Ah, uh, yeah, it's pretty bland. Yeah, just, just the fact that we barely had anything to say about it. We really didn't. It was just so awful. Mm -hmm. There wasn't much happening. The story was weird. Everything sucked. Um, <laughs> Everything sucked. Um, the music was awful. What I mean, they had to talk and yeah, rap the whole that, time. That's yeah. I mean, it, uh, bad isn't bland. Bland is just being so forgettable that you forget most of it afterwards, which... Yeah, and we literally watched the episode and then recorded the next day, which doesn't always happen for us. Right. And I still couldn't remember what had happened in that show. Yeah. It was just so in through one year, out the other, <laughs> like, just gone for me. Yeah, I can still only recall a few things that actually happen, and I can't really put them together in any order. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's just, I remember, like, the mushroom with, like, a missile launcher or something? Sure, why not? Of course. I don't, I don't <laughs> That might have know. happened. I'm not sure. I, I don't forgot. know anymore. Oh, my God. God. All right, what were we talking about? Um, We're talking about awards. Oh, good. Super what? Mario Super Brothers show. Oh, did that win an award? <laughs> Shouldn't have. Yeah, Shit. Okay. Uh, uh. Okay. The next award. Yes. Next award is the Writer's Block Award for Worst Story. Woo! That should and be fun. And the winner is... Ah, fuck. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Ruby Rose and Dance Dance Infiltration and End of the Beginning from Ruby Okay, Marie, before we start, which of the three episodes had the worst story, in your opinion? Um, which of them had the worst story? Let's see. The first one. The first one. Yeah, I think that's probably the best. Yeah. Well, no. Because you don't understand Wait. what's going on. They yeah. introduce a bunch of plot points that don't go anywhere. <laughs> there's Glind there's the good witch. Oh, that's bad. That's really bad. Yeah, what was her name? Was it Glinda the Good Witch? Glinda Goodwitch. Yeah, Glinda Goodwitch. That's what was his what her name was. Do you get it? She wasn't even wearing the colors that Glinda the Good Witch wears. That's true. She wears black, purple, and white and yellow. What? Like, what kind of color why palette would is you that? do that? Oh why would you do... Exactly. And also, why would you call someone Glenda Goodwitch and then not even commit? <laughs> commit, damn it. Commit. They can't commit. That's that's what this show is. Non-committal to anything. Um, Yeah, the, the first episode is just a mess of trying to throw the world at you and failing. It, it really is. The second one is just trying to build up something and failing. Like, it builds up so many plot points, like Jean and um, Priya's 
Yeah. That's, yeah, uh, that's her name, right? Yeah, Priya's yeah. relationship. Ruby getting into the main plot of things. You know, other characters' relationships. And also the bad people doing a thing and what their master plan is. I don't is. even know what they stole. I genuinely don't remember what they stole in that episode. No, and it's it called dance dance infiltration no they didn't steal anything she put a she put an evil chess virus on the computer maria oh i didn't i don't i genuinely do not remember that no joke don't remember any of that it's it's fine it's not important and then the last episode is just how not to finish an episode a series you know you know a, a story the beginning of the end james how do you write that and not just immediately bash your brains against a wall? That was the joke. That was a joke in The Croods. Have you seen that movie? No. We should watch it. It's <laughs> sure. it's actually a really good movie. It's very underrated. It's a good movie. <laughs> Maria says it's underrated. And, and and like part of the plot is that like the world is ending. Right. Um, of course. And there's this family of like cavemen who don't know that the world is ending and this other caveman whose family dies uh just like shows up um and he calls like the end of the it calls the end of the world like the, the first earthquakes the beginning of the end <laughs> because it's part of like a joke oh good because they're all like stupid cave people <laughs> all right fair enough but these people, it wasn't a joke. It was genuine. It was so stupid. They they probably thought they were so smart when they left the room. They were like, the like, beginning uh, of the end. That sounds real good, man. You're not the even getting it right. They're going to eat it up. It's the end of the beginning, Maria. Oh, sorry. End of the beginning. That's Never mind. A... Anyway. Yeah, all of them are just how not to write anything. <laughs> really? Like, you could teach a master class on this about how not to write a story. Exactly. Like, it's just 80 plot points. Rare stardust that's in in dispensers at a bookshop. Right. Yeah, like, I mean, even if you go through the first episode, you introduce the world through a vague, mysterious, you know, prophecy thing with stick figures. Then you're in the store where this valuable stuff is and you don't know what it is or what it's for or why people want it you don't even have the guy being like so what do we want this dust stuff you know yeah and, yeah, and the guy the being like idiot dialogue. this is why it's important you know exactly the exposition man yeah you need there's no exposition in this episode and I bet they were very clever, like, being like, we don't need exposition. Yes, you fucking do. Every story in the history of everything needs exposition. Besides the one story, which is everybody poops. That does not need any exposition. The exposition is the title. <laughs> I Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Everybody poops. Yeah. So you're that is the beginning, middle, and end of the story. Basically. of that story yes anyway so yeah you don't even know why they're why they want this stuff or what it does then ruby shows up and she just 
It is just awful. It does, doesn't even really... Well, it introduces her character, I guess, throughout the episode, but in the worst way possible that makes you hate her. And then she eats those damn cookies. <laughs> <laughs> like the awful Minecraft uh. eating sound. <laughs> Someone replace her audio with the Minecraft eating sound. I can do that. Do you want me to do that? You should do that. Oh my god. Sure, I can do that. It's <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, it's it's a masterpiece in just every decision being the wrong one. I love it. I hate it so much. Oh god, and then the end is just trying to build tension and failing at every single possible second. And then the empty ships, the empty, like, airplanes that are supposed to have, like, thousands of students in them, but it's, like, empty. What? Is that in this episode? Like, at the end, isn't it at the end of the episodes where where she goes to the academy? In the first one? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the ship, like, is supposed to have all of the students in it, but is, like, empty all of the time. <laughs> I don't remember this. All I remember is they had fan art in the news. Remember? Yeah, that's yeah. I saw that. God, yeah. It's just yeah. Anyway, if it's... we keep talking, if we is this gonna turn into a Ruby show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, That's not. Done. It's awful. We've already tooted this horn several times. Okay. All right, let's, let's just get to next? the next one. Okay, the next one is the Ceiling Waffle Memorial Award for the best story, and the winner is. The Mask from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, okay. God. Okay, so here's why this one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They accidentally, quote-unquote, created quote unquote. a very sweet and lovely LGBTQ plus love story. They did. They did. Accidentally. And it's great, and I love it. Great, it's perfect. Yeah, like, it is perfect. You can, you know, cause they're lady friends. <laughs> They're best pals. Which, which I did not realize until I came over here to the United States and said that to someone in the most innocent way possible. <sighs> did not realize that that meant like a lesbian couple. Right. It's like euphemism for a lesbian couple. Yeah, it is a euphemism for a lesbian couple. And Which yeah. I, I think it's beautiful. <laughs> Lady Friends is great. Lady Friends is great, sure. But yeah, like, it, you know, it's it's a good story when you can super, when you can superimpose a message onto it. Right. I think. You know, you don't know what the author intends you never know what the author intends when they create something Mm -hmm. it's up to the audience to sort of interpret it you can't right you know there's a lot of death of the author stuff and you know you can say a lot about what an author means when they say something but at the end of the day it's always up to the audience up to the audience yeah to really well actually there's so here's the thing this is what something a, a concept that i learned that kind of 
answers well at least deals with the death of the author situation at least with like visual um uh, like visual art or like mm. visual media mm -hmm. is that you look at um the site when you analyze a, a piece of media you look at the site of the author so what the author intended the site of the medium which is what the what you can get from the affordances and and drawbacks of a kind of medium so like oil paints versus watercolors and the site of the audience which is what the audience interprets it as and then the site of circulation which is where the art is being disseminated mm -hmm. and so when we talk about like what we do as as like what we do with an art piece as an odd as the audience that that is analyzing or like the interpretation of the art from the eyes of the audience is the sight of the audience mm -hmm. and so there you don't really care about what the author intended you only care about what the audience intended because that is what your focus is Mm -hmm. right like right and so we as consumers as much as we would take time to think about what the author intended we don't have to depending on what we're focusing on right and you can see alternatively not alternatively <laughs> you can also see what the author is trying to convey to the audience as well right. and how the audience interprets it interprets it exactly yeah so like in film that's a in film it's all about how the screen is manipulated to convey something to the audience. Yeah. And you know, you can't really disassociate what the creator, creators, crew are doing right. there. But you can still take what the audience feels about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, which again, like, if you were analyzing angles and shots and stuff, we would talk about the side of the author because that is what the author intended to do. And mm -hmm. then if you were trying to look at how the audience interpreted it, then that would be the sight of the audience. It's kind of like mm -hmm. separating the two for the sake of looking at them without messing it up. Right. And, and turning like... into a mishmash mosh. Right. And the idea of how a thing affects the audience is much more interesting than how an author wanted it to be seen. Right. Yeah. Because, like, you always get the things where, like, the author goes back and they're just like, I never meant that. Or I just did that because, you know? Right. Yeah. The that makes sense. I mean, again, once the author has written it down and put it out there mm -hmm. into the world it's kind of like how you can't really do anything about other people's opinions about you right and you know yeah therefore as a writer like you try your best to make sure what you're trying to convey is go coming through but once it's out there's nothing you can do about it mm-hmm 
basically. Unless someone asks you to clarify, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It really then, doesn't. Yeah. And even then, who knows if that'll even matter. Yeah, who knows? It'll matter to the person that asks, sure. Sure. And, you know, they're part of the audience. If they ask you, you clarify. But mm-hmm. otherwise, like, it doesn't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter indeed. But what does matter is that The Mask is a great episode of, of television. It was so good. This is a child show. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's this is plus. a child show <laughs> That was made by two people that made up stories to scare each other when they were <laughs> younger. Two siblings trying to scare each other when they were younger. Fucking made the show. Somehow snuck in a gay love story. Yep. About a cat and a bunny. Yep. A bisexual disaster bunny. <laughs> um. Yeah, basically. And also address domestic violence. Yeah. The fuck? (laughs) Anyway, it was a good show. Go watch it. This episode will make you sad. And it creeped me out as a child a lot. Because the cat was fucking creepy. Um, With her big ass mask on the whole time. Um... But, no, it was great. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, indeed. So, we're moving on to the character awards. Where we give awards based on characters. And how they were made. And whether they were cool (laughs) characters or not. You know, when when... an animated character and another animated character fall in love. Oh my god. They make... Anyway, I don't Just, know where I was going with that yeah, joke. Yeah, what the fuck? Just <laughs> say the thing. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. The first award under the characters category yep. is... Yes. The Hero We Need Award for Best Protagonist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the winner is... And from Amphibia. I'm happy about this. He is. I am also very happy about this. She was the best. Because she literally saved the whole town in this episode. She did. She did save the whole town. She's a hero. She is a hero. She is the hero we need. Everyone called her a monster. A twiggy-legged monster. (laughs) They did. Yes. And she saved them from a bunch of greedy-ass toads. Yep, because that's what you do, you know? It doesn't exactly. matter what they say. If somebody's in trouble, you help them. Exactly. It was a good, good show. We all, it also had a really cool fight scene. Yes. She fought a friggin' toad with a sword and a tennis racket, which we've talked about before. But <laughs> it was awesome. Yes. 10 and, out of 10. And she's a person of color, a POC. Yes. You a POC, were one, yes. one of those mythical POCs you hear so much about in the news today. <laughs> you know, that, you, you know, those, those, those magical, I don't know what POC stands for, but I'm sure it's something great. I put it yeah. in my Twitter bio. Amazing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Over here, it is also like BIPOC. Yeah, I see that a lot, and I don't really know what that stands for. That's Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. Oh, I see. Couldn't you just use POC? Whatever, it's fine. Well, it's because it, it is to, like, separate... It, it Because, like, yes, you could just use POC for everybody, but mm -hmm. in certain situations, it makes sense to separate that out because um, the struggles of Indigenous people and black people are very different from other people of color because one was like removed from its land and the other was brought here without their will um and enslaved for years and years and years so that's why there's a separation Woo. yeah 10 out of 10. so it's it's just for that the distinct difference between um like again black people have had a different cultural experience because they were brought here and indigenous people were removed from their lands other yeah. people of color like asians and brown like latina and so on and so forth also right. have similar problems but like in the northern half of north america they migrated there after you know a lot of other they migrated there for several other reasons and have had injustices happen to them yeah but We're these are great. specifically noted okay great yeah sure <laughs> moving on mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean like Anne's heritage is important to her character it is in, yes. in the story which is which is great like it's not just like you know who's that character here's here's token the black character and here's why it's not a token right like because she actually does things that something in someone in her culture would do like talks about food from mm -hmm. her culture makes yep. food from her culture like yep. so so it's not it's kind of like speaks sometimes the language. you know what yeah you yeah speaks the language um and like when when you have token black characters like you will notice that they don't have any other black friends. They oh, only yeah. hang out with the white guy, with that one yes. white white kid. They have no other like black people that they're associated with or affiliated with show up ever. Well, to be fair, there are no other black people in the town. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. This only one black kid popped out of like the whitest family ever. <laughs> totally. They just sort of found him one day, you know? Yeah. yeah, they just found him. He was just there. Right. But on the contrary, Anne is very much a product of her environment. Yep. And in, it informs her actions in various and ways. And she cooks food. Okay. Sure. Fine. Nice. Cool. Cool. All right, moving on. Okay. What do we got next, James? Oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> uh, on the contrary, we have the Hero We Got Stuck With Award for the Worst Protagonist. I'm opening the envelope now. Oops, it fell in the garbage. Uh-oh, guess we'll have to move on. Pick it up. I don't want it. It's covered in slime and... 
you know, gross stuff. You pick it up. Uh, you dropped fine. it. Fine, I'm opening it up now. And the winner is... God, I don't want to say it. Say it. You say it. Here. No, say it. say it. Fine, it's Kirito from Sword Art Online. The hero. I am a hero. Are you? <laughs> this guy's a douchebag. He is the worst. He is the absolute worst. We've already talked Holy... about SAO. Yes. But like I... the worst again. Okay, go ahead. Well, like I've, you know, I've heard the discourse around SAO for a long while ever since it sort of came out and was a big hit and then the backlash came and then the backlash to the backlash came and then everybody was just kind of they kind of just separated in their own camps after that and it was just kind of the casual observer like this is the first episode of SAO that I've ever actually seen and holy shit Kirito is literally the worst like I didn't believe how bad he was until I saw this episode and it was just like Holy shit, this character is a douchebag and I hate him. He really, 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 really is. Right. There's a there's a parody of Sword Art Online on the internet mm-hmm. where they take Kirito and make him into sort of an elitist gamer douchebag. Like, kind of play it up. Uh-huh. The stereotype. Camp it up. Yeah, they camp it up a lot. And I thought that they were just kind of riffing off of the, you know, the stereotypical gamer with uh-huh. a with a Z. Uh-huh. Gamers. Uh-huh. Holy shit, no. They were just taking the character and kind of putting him and kind of just playing up how absurd he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, holy shit, he's actually this awful and I hate him. Holy fuck. Like when Sinon yeah. has a, an, another person that she interacts with, he gets jealous of this he person that he's known does. for all of 10 minutes. It, it really, yeah, like he gets so fucking insecure of this one other dude that walks up and talks to her. Because guess what, Kirito? Sinon has been playing this game for a very long time. You know what happens when you play a game for a very long time? You make friends. Sometimes those friends aren't the same gender as you. And and that's okay. And she can have friends that are the same gender as you are without it being a romantic thing. A. B. Even if it is a romantic thing, it's none of your goddamn fucking business, Kirito. Now take your salty ass and dump it in the trash can where you belong. It now makes sense why his only other guy friend. Because Kirito, the only people he interacts with are other women because he has a harem. But the only uh-huh. other guy, you saw him briefly in the episode. It's uh-huh. Maria. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. The, is the biggest cuck in the universe. God. It, it all makes sense now. Just, holy shit, I hate, I hate him. I hate, Look, I hate, I hate him. He's a narcissistic douchebag. <laughs> okay. 
He's a yeah. hero, god damn it. He has a harem of women and has the mm. one dude that worships him constantly. Yes. He's a narcissistic douchebag. <laughs> I hate him so much. Uh, He's also the remember, gamer's dream. A gamer's he, dream. He is a gamer's dream with a Z. Gamers. Yeah. Emphasis I mean, on the Z. Emphasis on the Z. And it all got fixed in, in GGO with Len and just her being all sweet and fun adorable and, yeah and adorable. fun in like a video game that's about a dystopian gun world it's great <laughs> right <sighs> i love it 10 out of 10 yeah zero out of 10 for kirito moving on yes. okay all right the next award goes uh, is the ralph wiggum memorial award for the dumbest character. <laughs> yes. Do you want to say why it's called the Ralph Wiggum Memorial Award, James? You need to watch more episodes of The Simpsons. I do, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> and the winner is... Gildemir from Aeon Flux. This dude. This dude. Who is this dude, Maria? He's the, he's the, uh, oh, the poor man. The poor man that gets all tied up with this Aeon Flux and then gets turned into the fucking most gullible and dumb scapegoat anyone has ever seen in their entire lives do you see this maria do you see this yeah i'm playing a fiddle just Uh like how aeon flux played gildemir like a fiddle yeah uh, uh. just every single trap he just stumbled into head first Good Jesus Lord. Every single instance where he could have just kind of stopped and thought, hmm, all of this seems so convenient. Yeah. As if I'm being led around by the nose. No, no, James. By a bondage collar (laughs) that Aeon Flux put there. No, that he put there himself when she just held it out to him didn't even say a word yeah (laughs) oh god yeah he is so dumb but we love him for it (laughs) oh you poor child you poor poor man gildemir 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 love it yep yeah all right what's next Next one Uh, the Curse You Unbeatable Protagonist Award for Best Villain. Gotta love a villain. Yep. Alright. Who's winning this one? I'm opening the thing and let's see here. Ooh, it's Peter Hui from Sword Art Online Alternative, Gun Gale Online, aka Gun Gale Online, aka GGO, aka, AKA the better one. <laughs> the better one, yes, I was just about to say that. <laughs> 
holy shit, she murdered a bunch of people. She not, did. Not in real life, but, you know, yeah. point uh, still. She's freaking crazy and, like, literally the best villain, villain I've seen in a very, very long time. Yes. Uh, what was the competition, actually? Uh, Doofenshmirtz. He's not competition to anybody. <laughs> he really isn't. He's just a yeah. regular dude. Okay. Can we talk about Doofenshmirtz for a second? He's just a regular dude trying to do the best for his daughter, teenage daughter, and love her and accept her, even though she's a freaking weirdo. <laughs> Okay. And and ju- and is so lonely. He enjoys the company of a platypus that comes to wreck all of the shit that he spent so much time making. Can we just? This man is the true hero. Hmm. We didn't have that much competition for villains this year. We had. Uh, let's see. We death had gun. like. We had, oh yeah, we had Death Gun. All right. Ooh, Death Gun. Oh, well, Xanatos from Gargoyles. He was a good villain. Yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, that's fair. Um, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm just, I'm just, like, giving a, giving an overview of, like, the yeah, competition and that Peter Hui kind of blows them away. Well, it's just like everything else, I guess. Yeah, basically, just, like, the sheer, she doesn't even do anything villainous, really. She I mean, just, she's in a video game, and she's, like, the crazy bitch that shoots everyone up. Right. It yeah, it's it's a it's a thing of actions speak louder than words, and Peter yeah. Hui just spoke volumes by massacring a bunch of dudes in ten minutes. No remorse. No remorse whatsoever. This chick just eradicated the A team. Yep. The, the, the literal A team. <laughs> yeah, she beat the Expendables. She beat the A team. She beat yep. Rambo. Yeah. Uh, she beat Chuck Norris. Yep. She beat Chuck Norris's beard. Yep. <laughs> she oh, beats just... the Street Fighter Squad. It's just that, like, in the start of the show, that's not what you see her as. No. It's only in the second half of the show that you see her actually, like, fighting other people. Like, you've seen her around in the first part, but you don't see her actually in the game shooting up other people until mm-hmm. the second half. And yeah. holy shit, she's a villain. I mean, come on. Yo, you just yeah, look at her outfit and you're like, she's a villain. <laughs> she gives zero shits about anybody. Yep. No. But in the end, she is redeemed, and you know, kind of gay. Okay, she's hella super gay. gay. Super gay. What are you okay, talking about? Okay, hella gay. It, we're following in the grand tradition of hella gay, per, yep. like internet protege. Anyway, I'm making <laughs> really a dot gay. hack reference. It just, uh-huh. You know, it didn't make sense unless you've seen it's that okay. show. Don't watch we, that show. We it's end terrible. with. We end with hella gay Peter Hui and kind of confused Lynn. She's bi curious, at least. Exactly. Kind of confused. <laughs> and then there's just that official artwork of Peter Hui chewing on Lynn's braids. Yes, yes. It's kind of cute. 
Yes. She's so confused. She's so confused. Look, you know you love it, Len. Just accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Just accept it. Just, just, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> Take right. the plunge. Anyway. Get a room. Anyway. <laughs> Get a room. All right. The next. She's award, also rich, and that helps. She is loaded, and also has a manservant. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that, actually. Oh, okay. The we can't talk award, about M. Yes. Next award is the Robotnik Thong Memorial Award for the worst villain. And the winner is... <laughs> Bowser from Mario Bros. Super Show. Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I can't ever say that name properly. It's fine. It's a terrible, terrible title for a show. Yeah, Bowser was awful. He did nothing and then magicked a door and walked through it in the end. Yeah, you did nothing, and then you leave through a mega, you know, a, a Deus Ex Machina. I don't think there's anybody on the list who beats that for terror. There really isn't. There really isn't. Just like, I, I mean, Death Gun did stuff, you know. Yeah, he was at least a villain. At least he yeah. did something. Uh, the Ruby villain, who I don't remember her name, and I'm never gonna commit it to memory. Probably did something she killed the character she did <laughs> you know she, she was a, she was a threat so you know yeah yeah i mean that thick ass is a threat to everyone <laughs> thick sure. thick with four c's no what? Right. <laughs> thick thick with four c's okay Bowser's okay, terrible. James, I hate him. Too, you're too old for that. It's fine. I'm too old for that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. All right, James. Who's next? I, uh, we got the twofer. We got the best boy award for the best boy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, shouldn't there be a thing? What? I don't know. If there shouldn't there be. Anyway. Whatever. We don't have a budget for that. <laughs> I'm just tearing this thing open now. Oh, wait. It's Courage from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, I mean, he yeah. is the bestest boy. Yeah, we had a fight about this one, if I recall. Who was the other best boy? I'm trying to remember who the other best boy was. Cause I don't know if we thought about it. Oh no, no, like... no, no, no. We were t we were fighting about the uh, the hero award. Oh yeah. No, but we were all in agreement that Courage was the best boy because he is, he the, is best the best boy. Yes, he <sighs> he's such a he's such a lovable, helpful little dude that you love. He fought a little biker gang for a stranger. <laughs> No, Maria, they weren't a biker gang. They didn't have bikes. They had muscle cars. That's even worse. Oh, that's even worse. Fuck, mm -hmm. you're right. That's even he, worse. Yeah, he fought the Fast and the Furious. Ugh. Exactly. Right. That just shows how good of a boy he is. No. No? 
No, I mean no? The, the muscle cars. Oh, no. just no, just, just no, no to muscle cars. Just no to them. Anyway, That's fine. Yeah, he is then the I... bestest boy of all time. Yes, yes. Until next year. Yes, until next year. <laughs> He's got the award for a whole year, you know. Yeah, and he does. you know what? Yeah. He might win it again. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? He might. Uh, the next one we've got is the biggest bastard award for the worst boy. This is a bad boy, Maria. It's a bad, bad boy. And I'm opening this thing now. And I'm going to spit on it. Pooey. Because it's Kirito. Of course he Again. Is. We just talked from, about why he's awful. Yeah. But yeah, from, he's awful. He's the worst. I, you know what? I protested, but in the end, we couldn't figure out another person to put on there. We couldn't figure out anyone worse than him. That's nope. how bad he is. Yep. That's it. Kirito is the worst. We already explained why he's the worst. I hate him. Yep. I hate him so much. You're up. Alright, okay. This time for them gals. Um, <laughs> the best girl award with a U. Um, oh yeah, boy was with to... a B-O-I. <laughs> Best Girl Award goes to. That's uh, technically two people. <laughs> Carolyn Tuesday from Carolyn Tuesday. I protest. They were adorable, and I love I, them. I love them too, but I still protest. Who do you want? I don't want anyone else because they are. They are the best girls. They are. They're adorable. They're adorable together. They're just the best beans. They are. <laughs> they are the best beans, the best cinnamon rolls, the best yes. marshmallows. Yeah, they are. They are. The, uh, they are the bestest. They, they are a whole kitchen of, of goodness. Yeah. Whole bakery. Yeah. They're a whole bakery of just amazingness. And I love them. And I They're want them adorable. to be happy. I just say, yeah, you just, you watch the show and you just want them to be happy. It's yep. just so great and adorable. You love it. Yeah. 10 out of 10. How do, you, how do you, how do you hate that? You can't, you can't hate <laughs> Carolyn Tuesday. It's impossible. Literally impossible. They're actually written like actual characters. Can you believe that? <laughs> I can't. It's anime. It's anime. Female protagonists. <laughs> they, One of them is, is brown. And yeah. they have personalities. They do have personalities. Can you yes. believe that? They it's have personalities. The whole package. <laughs> they have personalities to spare, Maria. Yeah, they have personality. They have ambition. They're uh -huh. they're badass. Mm -hmm. Carol fucking set someone's house on fire. Oh, sorry, Tuesday did. By accident. <laughs> yeah, but she did it. She did do it, yes. And not really. She just kind of lit a thing on fire. Hush. That is badass uh, for for Tuesday standards, okay? For Tuesday standards, like being slightly aggressive when somebody cuts in line. Is, yes. Is yes, badass. Yeah. It's badass. And fucking Carol tried to fight a bunch of bodyguards and run down a car. I don't remember this. You probably you haven't seen it yet. She'll do oh. it. Okay, I'm still, I'm still waiting through the show just because I want to savor it. I know it's great. 
You'll see it. It's beautiful. Yeah. I only watch when she's around. Yep. (laughs) Not sure why. I told you. Like eight times. Because I want to savor it. It's fair. It's what I do. I'm sorry. It's very anti-binge culture. I I am very anti-binge culture. I feel you, but also I can't stop. I you know it's fine. I don't I don't. I'm not anti-binge. I'm personally anti-binge culture. Yes, yes. What is that? that? Yeah. Anyway. All right. The next award is the Twisted Ankle Memorial Award for the worst girl. And the winner is Cleopatra from Clone High for reasons we have also talked about earlier in the episode. Probably should have saved it for this one. Well, that was also part of her, like the the episode being offensive. So true. Yeah, she's just such a missed opportunity. She really, really is. Like, do your damn research, boys. (laughs) Yeah, do your damn research. Write a good character instead of whatever this is. This is not good. This is not fun. She has no personality other than, you know, tongue. Tongue basically yeah it's just like it's not you know people don't take her seriously it's not that you know she has any goals or ambitions other than tongue yeah she's just (laughs) the hot girl (laughs) i'm sorry i have to because that is such a like vivid and morbid like portrayal of her throughout the episode that we watched throughout history let's just be fair yeah that's fair it's fair it's fair it's fair it's fair it's fair she also didn't stick a snake on her tit i mean she did poison herself we don't really know that okay fair enough allegedly i think that might have just been shakespeare actually I'd have to go back and find out, but I think that's just a Shakespeare thing. She did commit suicide. Yeah, she did like kill herself, but like obviously, I don't think poison is a good, even. Obviously, you know. she wouldn't stick a viper onto her tit. That yes. is not how you kill yourself. No. Plus, it's I mean very that is, painful. but like also, there's better ways to do it. Yeah, it's super painful and just, you know, why? Well, here's the thing. No woman thinks that I should stick this on my tit and be dramatic when I die. Like, no, (laughs) no, that's not how it works. If we want to die, we're just going to do it like any other normal human being would. And like, tie a rope around our neck. Stab herself in the chest, cut her wrist open, fall off a building, jump off a cliff, drown oh ourselves. All right, you can stop now. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, maybe she did do it, but she did it for the dramatic irony. Yeah, I know, she didn't do it. She, she did not stick it yeah. on her tit, that's for sure. She, at the very least, she did not stick it on her tit. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that says the most about she Cleopatra. She didn't stick the thick-ass snake on her tit, no. <laughs> she didn't stick the phallic symbol onto her tit. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> where Cleopatra just appears in my room and slaps the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I love you, Cleopatra. You're the best. We stand Cleopatra. Yeah, I stand Cleopatra. She was the best. I wanted to step on me, please. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh god what you know what it's fine it's not fine but it's fine <laughs> all right on. we're up we're, we're into the finale we're almost Ooh. done maria we're almost done how long have we been going forever and eternity Damn an hour and it. 15 it's not that bad okay let's let's go we got our final awards the best the best the cream of the crop and also the worst one yes the worst and the best am i doing all of them mm, uh we'll do them together okay okay as a team okay yeah so the first one we've got is the best movie we watched for season two which we watched Six movies, six so. out of 11 months, you know, oh God. not that 10 bad. months, 10 months. Yes, you're right. Six out of 10 months. That's that's over that's half. Not too bad. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, you know, not look, yeah. COVID was a rough. It was, it was a rough time. I just kind of wanted to die. It was great. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this year anyway. has been hell for everyone. Yeah, it's been pretty bad. Anyway, Maria, what was the best movie we watched? Best movie we watched this year, which we watched a few really good ones, um, is A Silent Voice. Oh, I thought it was going to be Shrek 2. No. No. (laughs) No. Yes. Yeah, A Silent Voice is a beautiful movie about two people connecting with each other despite a rocky start. Oh, God. It is a very, very well-made movie because it, like, makes you tackle a lot of the black and white situations that you assume happen, right? Like, both the main characters have a rocky history with each other and it kind of grapples with, like, whether you... um, you like the character that you're um that you're rooting for like do you should you be rooting for this character the more you find out about him or do you have sympathy for this character it's kind of like the very much the like he was a bully as a child but doesn't change the fact that he's still human right like mhm right it forces you to go confront his past and his present and sort of you know make a judgment about who he is as a person and because he's a human being and you know he has multi-facets to him right i think it also forces you to confront the idea of forgiveness right like there are a lot of times Mm -hmm. when you're like i want nothing to do with this person ever again right right which but is a also, fair response. Which is, again, yeah, again, it's a fair response. Totally. And, you know, you could go your entire life without ever having to, you know, deal with them. But 
maybe you do and yeah, then mean, what like yeah sometimes and you can't avoid changed. them then mm. what do you yeah then what then what do you do they're an actually a good person they've gone through a bunch of hardships too and they're not the same person anymore now what mm -hmm. what do you do about that right like yep how have you changed during this time exactly too? exactly what have you learned from this experience and in you know taken into yourself is it good stuff or is it bad stuff right you know? and you know and also like the it also with the other characters the tertiary characters there's a lot of like self-reflection that they have to do too as friends of both of these people because they were also quite shitty <laughs> yes uh, it was a very very deep and extremely um well written and executed both like animation wise and story wise it's a good it will make you cry make sure you fucking <laughs> oh, grab yeah. three boxes of tissues before you start <laughs> watching this shit it will break you it will oh, break you one. down down to the core <laughs> of your being <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, it is a rough sit. It will kill you. <laughs> it's not that extreme. It is. Uh god. Yeah, it's a great movie. Is it still on Netflix? Probably not. I think Go it watch is. it. You have the Canadian Netflix, doesn't count. You don't count. Sure. <laughs> The next award. Somebody will get off her damn phone. Stupid millennial. You're the millennial here. It's true. Alright. It's very true. The next award we've got is the best anime episode of season one. Two. We're on season two. We're on season two, yes. Good job. <laughs> uh, Maria, who won? Uh, the winner is... Is it even any competition? Not really. True Colors from Carol Ann Tuesday. I mean, again, GGO does kind of, is literally like oh, right yeah. below it, but. Ooh, it's a tough race, but it's not really. Yeah, I mean, they killed like 80 animators to, to, to <laughs> animate did, the show. Yes. Definitely. Yes. At mm -hmm. least a few of them lost their fingers. I'm quite sure. Like, definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, worth it? Question mark worth it yeah it's just a beautiful episode from a beautiful show it's just a good 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 show i know mm -hmm. all of their songs by heart okay Jesus christ okay i can't say that i know all of their songs by heart at all i love this show so much it's, beautiful. it's a gift it is it truly is you know it's not a gift maria yeah the worst episode we watched of any show for season two. Alright, the winner is... Bet it's Ruby. Nope, 
It's guns <laughs> and swords and death gun from Sword Art Online. Why couldn't it have been Ruby? Because oh. I know for the longest time, and this happened last year too, we thought Ruby it's was true. going to be the worst. And it isn't yes. the best at all. It is like really close to the worst. The so only close. reason it isn't the worst is because a lot of the things that we faulted for can somewhat be attributed to using a newer type of animation, using a new program, a different way of animating. So mm -hmm. we can attribute a lot of the jank and the dumb to it. Mm. But SAO is done like regular animation and yeah. somehow still fails. Not even like with regular animation. It's like a season. It's a staple series at this point. It has a budget. It can do you know it can probably pull in some of the best talent in the industry to work on it and instead they got a chicken to come and animate this garbage <laughs> exactly <laughs> the animators don't know what the fuck they're supposed to do there's a chicken who's directing the episode <laughs> yeah just the fit Okay, you can stop now. <laughs> Just the failure of the cinematography, the piss-poor writing, the <laughs> horrible color palette that it looks like shit and piss on the fucking screen. And the shameless, shameless fucking fan service. Yep. Like, you know, Ruby has all of its problems and more, but it didn't have the backing of a major anime studio exactly. working on this. So, you, how does it look worse, just as bad, if not worse, than some of Ruby? Not like again, in terms of visuals, but just in terms of the shit that they did. Some of Ruby's shittiness can also be attributed to, like, um, to the fact that there was a lot of internal issues with Rooster Teeth, mm -hmm. right? True. Like, there a was that shit issues. happening, too. So you can at least attribute their jankiness to that. Mm -hmm. But what do you have for as an excuse, <laughs> SAO, you absolute dog shit piece of garbage? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's just the worst. It, it is the worst. It's literally the worst. But here we go now. All right. We we got through the best anime, the best movie, and the worst thing we watched. The highest finally... peaks and the lowest fucking valley. Yep. Let's finally get to it. All right. The Best episode we watched a season two. Maria? Alright. Open the final envelope. Get, open it. Get right here. Let me let me open it. Let me open it. No, no, no. I will fight let me, you. No. Nope. Nope. Fine. <clears throat> Damn it. <laughs> 
Okay. Right, what is well, it? it tore God open. damn it. Okay. Can you read it? Yes. Yes, I can. Good. Okay. Please read it. The best episode of season one is Toad Tax and Prison Break from Amphibia. Woo! Or it could Woo. be Bloated Facts and Risen Trake. I It tore up. So I, 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 <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I think we'll just go with Amphibia. Okay. Okay. You know, we'll just, we'll just go with Amphibia. If we were wrong, who cares? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I love Amphibia so much. Like, it is <laughs> legit good, one of my favorite shows. It is a good show. It is one of my favorites as well. I have enjoyed it through and through. It has been amazing. I have not watched the new season yet. No spoilies. Um, I have. It's amazing. I, the ending made me cry. No way. <laughs> Which is not too hard. It's harder than you. Yes, that's because you have bigger tear ducts, okay? Oh my god, you can keep saying that, but it's not going to be true. It is! There's studies oh that show that women have shallower tear ducts than men. Okay, it's literally fine. true. It is okay. an actual human fact. Alright, fine. That still doesn't make it true. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, anyway. But... <sighs> yeah, Amphibia. I've watched the first season twice now, and I and I was contemplating watching it again the other day. It's a good show. It's so good. Anne is such a good character. You know, protagonist. She grows and changes throughout the season. All the planters are fun. The world is so big and expansive. Polly is the neat. best character ever. <laughs> Polly's the best character ever. She's adorable. I love her. She's my favorite. Sprig is fun. He oh, is. I love Sprig as a child. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, Hot Pop. He's a great, Hot you know, great. mentor character. It's good. It's, Ten out of you seven. Know, yeah, and this episode that we watched was such a great self-contained story. It was. Both of them. It was very good. I loved it. I loved it all. It was 10 yeah. out of 10. Which, that was the first time you ever watched Amphibia, right? Yes. And you got, you got the whole crux of everything. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. From just these two episodes. From just these two episodes and, like, also the starting, like, intro scene. Wow. Well, yeah. Which I think is a good... is the, One of the reasons it's a really good intro is because, like... Even if you were picking up from any random episode, you would watch that and be like, oh, this is what happened. And it like literally catches you up to where you're at now. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's, a, it's, it's a very intelligently engineered um, intro, intro scene. Which is why it should have won the award. God I damn didn't. It. And you didn't make this argument. I did. Um, the villains are great. The toads as sort of a uh, malefic force mm -hmm. in the world are, you know, they are intimidating, but also fun. Yeah, they are. The, They're also kind of stupid. 
They're very stupid, but, you know, what do you expect? More. It, I expect more <laughs> from the toes. Well, you're, ex- expect you're expecting too much. You're expecting way too much from How them. How dare you? Oh, my God. Anyway. 10 out of 10, we we'll watch again. Yeah, I mean, I want to watch it right now, actually. <laughs> It's a good, good season, fun stuff. Saki September existed, which is why we had SAO. But <laughs> that overall, we would have successful year. Yeah, what do you think of this season uh, as a whole, Maria? I have fun. It was a really good season. We had a really good spread of things. Um, it was it was just all around very fun season. I'm glad we started doing bi-weekly episodes because otherwise I would have died. Um, but it's true. It's very but true. But I, I I really enjoyed this season. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Ten out of mm-hmm. ten. We'll do again. Yes. Do you, what was your favorite episode to record? Well, it's not an official award. Um, Amplux. I think was one of my favorite episodes to record. That was a good one. Because it was was very fun to record. (laughs) And I think part of the reason I enjoyed the episode two was the twist at the end. There's a great twist. It was a good it was a good twist. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yeah, I think my favorite was Satina. That was also very good. That was a very fun episode to record too. I just I remember Aeon Flux very vividly because of like all of it, just (laughs) Just all that chaos, the confusion. What are you wearing? And the the fucking chastity belt (laughs) reveal. Uh, So good. So good. So good. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yep. Well, we celebrated our fiftieth episode. We with did. the worst thing ever. Wait, what did we celebrate it with? Did, you don't remember? Uh-uh. Think, think long and hard about what, what, we, what we celebrated the 50th episode. It's also our longest episode. Ruby! Aside from, yeah. Uh, I, I believe it was even longer than Fairy Tale. Oh, God. We had to do Fairy Tale in two parts, so... Yes, we did not do that for Ruby. We did not, no. It was just the longest fucking shit you had uh, ever heard. We probably should have split it up into three parts. We probably should have, but like, oh my god. Anyway, we should not get into that. No. A good, good year. Um, like No, it, it was not. It was not, but like episodes-wise, it's a good season. Oh, I yes. meant it was a good season. The year was awful. It was a good season, yes. I, yeah, compared to the last one, I think we only had a few doldrum episodes. Yeah, it was a good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, hopefully next year mm-hmm. we won't be dying as badly. <laughs> hopefully. Or it. Or at risk of dying. <laughs> or at risk of dying. Yes. Yep. 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 We are just so, pretty... yeah. Yep. Yeah. The new year right, brings Maria. with it new possibilities, mm-hmm. which also means it could get worse. It could definitely get worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Maria. Uh-huh. If you could name every single show we watch without looking. 
I that can't. we watched this I season. Can't. I can't. That's too many. Look, if you can do it, you can make the schedule for next season. Oh, why would I want that? <laughs> so you don't have to do Sunny September. Yeah, but no. I like being surprised every time I come to watch something and I'm like, all right, Jace, what are we watching? And then you're like, something <laughs> awful. And I'll be like, ah, shit. Oh my god, our entire schedule is on is on the calendar. You can I go and look know. at it at any time. I know I can. I like the surprise. The reaction is genuine. Okay, okay that's fair. Fine. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Maria. For... Thank you, James. We did it. We did it. We now did. we're going to take a month off, so we'll see you guys yes. in February. Hopefully yes. the world is still turning. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll find out. We'll find out. See you then. Happy holidays. 2021. Happy New Year. YOLO. Okay, bye. Bye. Jesus Christ. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>